This is a fourth hand production. Easy peasy. Cool. It, uh, Woomer, correct? Yes. Okay. Cool, cool. Nice and easy. Yeah, <laughs> People right. make it more complicated than it is. It's like, just sound it out. It's really easy. <laughs> it's not that hard. People <laughs> mess up my name every single day of the week, so trust me. <laughs> It's like Sean A. Miels. It, it's my, I, evidently I'm Sean Miles, not Shane Miels. So whatever. Oh my God. that's my, that's my go-to <laughs> that's, alias. It's fine. This one go like, yep, that's me. I yeah. answered anything. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. okay, whatever. That's <laughs> uh, fine. <laughs> it yeah. works. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> of what they believe are ghosts. There's this weird animal-like creature that was shot, wolf-like creature that just stood out in some odd ways. And welcome to Strange Jungles. I happen to be Shane. I happen to be regretting that shot of Jim Beam. <laughs> they went down the wrong throat hole. Uh, <clears throat> just, uh... Yeah. What was that Coneheads thing? You're going to burn your throat hole. Oh, fuck, dude. I don't know. I don't think I ever even watched that movie. Oh, my God. If I did, it was when it came out. It was one of my favorite dumb dumb go-tos, for sure. But uh, anyway. Um, welcome, everybody. Welcome to Strange Uncles. Um, we are missing John still. He's either kidnapped to Mexico or just decided not to come back. But he should be back, I think, next time around. Uh, so, yeah, John, you know, if you listen to this, or will, whatever, hope you're having fun. Don't do what I want to do, which isn't a lot. So, there's that. But, anyway, like, you're holding your own over there, I think, mostly in good old oh, Salt Lake, no, USA. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, not a lot going on. Uh, just, you know, interesting rando, rando news, like the whole, I think, UAP congressional oh, hearing yeah. is happening today or yesterday or whatever i don't know i haven't been paying a whole today lot of and it's already it, a shit show they, yeah. they, i mean they're having people on there instead of actual witnesses from the military to come on the stand and go look this is the shit i saw they don't they don't even have that they have people that are f- just dumb fact checkers spouting off shit i mean it's already been a shit show from the first day so yeah well yeah. seeing how the january 6th committee and the fucking <laughs> Yeah, it kind of goes to uh, part. Just it? like most of those congressional hearings in general go, uh, not yeah. uh, not super surprised. No, I'm not either. But man, it, it's just a shame. It's like, come on, man, can't we get something out of this thing? I mean, you know, and we covered. If the, those of you who haven't listened, we got a news episode we released um, last uh, this Sunday or last Sunday before this episode, and we talked about that because you know it, it was one of the news feeds. It stumbled on my thing, and we talked about the big D's already came. But, you know, to actually have, cool, we're having hearings, they're lining things up, this is what's happening. Granted, there's more important things in this world to deal with right now, but at the same time, since they're going to do it, they just might as well do it the right way, and it looks like that's not even occurring, so. Yeah, it would be, it would be really nice to just, yeah, have it not be, I don't know, I, I heard one clip that was like, is this one of the things you can't explain in the witness was like well what you got to understand is and trying to put in like context and frame of reference and stuff and yeah 
Yeah. It's just, I was like, well, I'm not going to waste it, any in, more that, of my time on this. Yeah. No, but, it's, it's sad. It's sad. Well, well, yeah, like I said, you know, it's still, there's this, uh, you know, fine line of hope, you know, we'll see what that looks like for sure. Yeah. So instead of paying any attention to that, I just had, uh, YouTube videos of speech to text programs reading, uh, weird paranormal encounters from Reddit. <laughs> is, that, is that what you did? Well, yeah. you know, plan B. <laughs> What's that yeah. look like? So, shit, yeah, it was, funny. it was pretty interesting. There was like one, uh, where like the topic was, um, have you ever has the, I just need to get the fuck out of here feeling ever saved your life. And so it's been a lot oh. of like stories about like near misses and stuff that have been pretty interesting. And then, um, there was one that was like, have you ever had a conversation that left you thinking the person you were talking to wasn't human? And that had some interesting stories. Um, was Mark Zuckerberg one like, of them? Like ghost stories and like, yeah, you know, there was a tall blondes story like the Nordics in there. Oh, there you go. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just like I don't know. I spend my time listening to that noise. Why not? You know, there's nothing wrong with that at all. When I'm but yeah, led to one of my, like I was chatting with one of my buddies about it, and he was like, "Did I ever tell you about uh, how about my Latina guardian angel?" And I was like, "Wait, what? No, <laughs> what are you talking about?" <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, so so that was pretty fun. I'm like, give me the details. Yeah, we. Um, I was going to say so, and I want to ask you a question. If you don't want to divulge, that's fine. But um, after that, so the wife and I, uh, we found a new. Well, it's a it's a gym shop, I guess, but it it's kind of a new age shop that's in the neighborhood in uh, in Spokane. Um, really kind of cool. Uh, it's called the Broom Closet, and we're in there. We're looking at stones and stuff like that, you know. Because my brother in law has the worst luck ever. If he didn't have bad luck, he wouldn't have any luck at all. So I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm this is dumb, but I'm going to pick up a couple rocks for him, get him charged, and see. Carry this in your pocket, see if it fit. Even mentally, if it helps yeah. him, you know. Hey, whether it's a thing or not, I really don't care. But we were purchasing uh, everything at the cash register, and I had asked her. I said, Hey, uh, is there anybody local that does? Past life regressions because years ago, like, and I'm talking back like 20 something years ago, um, I did a past life regression therapy class. It was kind of a group class, but it was phenomenal. It was amazing. Changed my life, changed viewpoint on like what I saw, you know, what I might could have possibly been part of if, if it really was truly a past life, yada, yada, yada. And she's like, no, I don't, you know, I don't see. But she says, you have some transgression going on. She goes, you need to listen to your guardians as she's looking over my left shoulder. And she's uh-huh. like, because that guardian right there is telling you. So, and I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, look, I just came in here to buy rocks. I don't know. <laughs> but it's when you have <laughs> Listen, those. Encounters. I'm the only one that gets to ask weird questions. All right, <laughs> right, exactly. But at the same time, you know, I, I walked out and I'm like, oh, that that's very interesting. Like she's been, she's very in tune. Um, you know, it's just an odd situation to have happen, and then have her bring that up. I was like, oh, okay, well, maybe I'm not listening to my, you know, guardian angels, whether they're Latina or not. I guess it really doesn't matter. But anyway, <laughs> you know, want to throw that out there. But you, uh, you, I was curious, and, and again, we don't have to get too much detail on. We can go in the interview. Um, how was your little encounter Sunday? You, you were, uh, you were texting in the garage. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, well, apparently, um, my meal was came out cold because it's now famous. So, I guess <laughs> that's a can- consolation. Okay. Um, yeah. So, uh, Buddy and and me went to go watch Game Seven of the uh, of the Bucks uh, Celtics series. 
Um, and our original destination, there was like a kind of a, a party going on and, and that's fine and everything. It's like some friends own the place. We like to support their business. Um, but, uh, the people having the party had like balloons and they kept like popping them. And, uh, this place is dog friendly. So, uh, my buddy takes his dog there with him cause his dog is, has like massive se- separation anxiety, oh. like just trashes his house if he leaves him home. So he takes him anywhere he can. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so I was actually heading out to meet him and he was like, I got to get out of here. George is freaking out. And I was like, all right, um, where should we go then? And, uh, we decided to go to the place that's just down the road, um, which I haven't been to in months cause mm-hmm. of like, I just, it, without getting into like scene politics and shit, I just don't really care for the person that owns it and would prefer to give, my friends that left there and opened their own place, my money as opposed to him. Fair enough. Um, but I do really love the establishment itself and the staff there is pretty cool. So I was like, well, fuck it. We could just go there. Um, and we're hanging out. And another person that we know from going there for years and years and years, that's now the general manager was like, Oh, you guys, uh, Keanu Reeves and Norman Reedus are going to be here in like 20 minutes. Oh my God. And we were like, (laughs) uh, Okay. Here we go. (laughs) Um, But yeah, they were coming through filming an episode of uh, Norman Reedus's show Ride that's on the History Channel. I think it's his motorcycle show. I've seen a couple. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of cool. But yeah, it was it was it was fucking funny, man. Like, I think that the owner may have put out a casting call on uh, on social media or something, or. Or maybe it's just that it was like the nicest spring day we've had in a while and it was a Sunday, but like there were so many like super hot girls with dogs coming oh, through. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> and, uh, uh, but like everyone started like fangirling and fanboying and everything. It was pretty funny. Um, like there's a salty old regular at that bar mm-hmm. um, who's a little bit strange. And when they walked in, like Norman, he, he was sitting on the opposite side of the bar from us and like Norman Reedus walked by and like right after he passed him, the regular like turned around and reached out and like gave him a pat on the shoulder like they were old fucking friends or something. What? And uh, I don't think he got the response he was thinking he was going to get. <laughs> Whoops. You know what I mean? Like, it, and, and it wasn't anything wild. It's exactly what I would have done that like he just turned around. and was like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. You know? Um, but that like set this old salty regular off. And so for the whole rest of the time we were there, we were watching the staff, like shoo him away from, Oh Jesus. From they were shooting and stuff <laughs> like, uh, like they were like, they were like, uh, I don't want to out the dude, uh, or put him on blast or anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were like, Hey you, no, no. <laughs> and he was like, it. like, do they think that they're, they're better than me just cause everyone's like sucking their dicks all day and shit. And it's like, yep. Yep. First of all, <laughs> my uh, friend, you sit and day drink at a bar all day, every day. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. you're probably pretty lit right now. <laughs> like God relax. Damn, Secondly, yes, they're all, they also have a shitload more money than you will ever see in your mm-hmm. entire life. Thirdly, from all accounts, they're pretty decent people in real life. And like, Anyone would react like that to some stranger just turning yeah. around and being like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was on one. It was pretty funny. And That's then, hilarious. uh, um, 
like saw some people go up and talk to Keanu and he like seemed exactly as pleasant as all the rumors have made him out to be like, I heard he's a great guy. I just, yeah. Like, uh, I I couldn't, uh, hear what they were saying, but it sounded like they were like, Oh my God, we're such huge fans or something. And he was just like, thank you. Thank you. But it didn't seem pretentious or like, sure. Fake. You know what I mean? It seemed sincere. Like he was just like, Oh, that's so cool. Thanks man. Um, and, uh, like a lot of people that go to that place, uh, ride motorcycles and there were a bunch of them there when they showed up and, um, and there's this one kid that goes there a lot too. That's like super fucking nice. And he has like a old rebuilt like chopper and they were out in the parking lot checking that out. And so he went out and like talked to him and was like, Oh yeah, this is mine, whatever. Like gave him a rundown on his bike and they were like, Oh, this is so sick, bro. So that's awesome. That's cool. So aside from the old salty regular, I think everybody yeah, yeah. had a pretty good day. But also they, <laughs> there was a fucking gaggle of highway patrolmen there probably wasting taxpayer money acting as security Jesus, or something. I know. Yeah, you texted that. I'm like, okay, all right, But guys. they were fucking hanging out by the door, like kind of blocking it. And it was like, can't you fucking idiots find somewhere else to stand and be useless? Yeah. Like, yeah, if you're going to be here, you know, fucking. Get in your fucking cruiser yeah, yeah. and go, I don't know, to fucking. I don't know. I guess maybe the community is better if they're fucking hanging out, being useless as security people. But, I get yeah. whatever. Dude, um, it, it is what it is. When you text me that, I was like, oh, that's got a badass. Oh, yeah. why not? You know? Yeah. The, the UHP guys made me fucking jumpy. So I was like, ah, I'm getting the fuck out of here. I don't blame, <laughs> I don't blame you. Plus, like, dude. I don't know. I've met my famous heroes before, and it's almost always gone poorly. You know oh, what I mean? Like, yeah. Like I texted Aubrey too. And she was like, Oh my God, get a picture and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to be that person. Cause I've done it before. And it well, was yeah, like, I feel like that shit because that's exa- to be a fucking asshole. Oh, and really? I was sorry. I met them. Oh, you know what I mean? Man, that sucks. Well, because that's exactly what I asked you to do. And you're like, Oh yeah. Aubrey said the same thing. I'm mm-hmm. like, sorry, dude. But you know, again, you know, kind of cool, kind of a cool Sunday. Yeah. And what I hear from Keanu, he, even Norman Reedus too, both of them. But especially Keanu, like he, I, he bought bikes for everybody on the first Matrix movie, and he just—he's just a good—he's just a good guy. He came from not much, and he still appreciates what he came from, and that's yeah. kind of cool, you know. So anyway, you know, I didn't want to put you on on bandstand at all, but uh, yeah, oh, I wanted no, to throw that was, story. It was super that's funny, cool. but when you asked the question, I was like, <clears throat> "You got to remember what, what wait, you were what? doing." <laughs> what encounter? And then like, oh yeah. Because oh, it's not like I met him. I just saw them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, and it's like, yeah, maybe I, you thought like an like, alien encounter or something. I'm like, that would have been just as cool. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. there's that. But, so. no, they seem like uh, really nice dudes and, you know, like, yeah. like just like the rest of us, they put their pants on one leg at a time. That's right. That's what well, they say. Keanu might matrix his pants on. Who knows? Man, if but, he does that, um, it just sticks out his hand and everything comes flying his way. <laughs> that'd be awesome. So anyway, but yeah, they looked like they were having a good time. Cool. Uh, cool, cool. You know, like don't care for the person that owns that business, but everyone that oper that works there is pretty, pretty cool. So pretty decent. Yeah. So it probably turned out to be a pretty awesome experience for them too. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, good. Well, you know, cool. like I said, it's kind of cool. I had a, when I was growing up in Montana, we had a lot of people come in and buy important people come and buy land because it was Montana and that's where they want to live. And so, you know, I had a weird childhood. Uh, I took Huey Lewis hunting and Manhattan Williams Jr. and watched a softball game with Lou Diamond Phillips. Like, it was just, that was my, you know, 15, 16, 17-year-old summers. But Yeah, uh, that sounds pretty tight. You know, something be said about that. But, um, um, yeah, you know, and yeah, 
<laughs> yeah. Still cool. It was fun. It was funny. It was weird. I just like, I don't, I don't know. I, I get weirded out in situations like that. So that's why I was like, all right, I don't want to be here. I, I, don't, I don't blame you, especially when you got state patrol breathing down your neck. Yeah. But I was like, anyway. I've had a couple drinks. They watched me kind of slam the last couple. Cause I want to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. There's a thing, right? Yeah. So. I should probably, should probably go. Anyway, well, good call on that, but that's cool. That's awesome, man. Um, Cool. Well, let's go ahead and roll in the interview. So we had a uh, we had someone on a couple of years ago. It's been a little over two years, and it's funny because in the interview uh, we did bring up because we want to talk about how <laughs> how things have changed. Because I went back on the chat the last time we had her on, and it was April of 2020, and it was and we can again we're top, but we're not going to resplice it. But it was just very it's it's crazy when you put things in perspective and realize that. You know, we all talk about it. We all talk about what we've been through with the pandemic and this and that and da da da. But it truly is. We relive what we were two years ago, and having her back on the show, um, knowing that you know she went through the same thing and and she was on before that, uh, it was just kind of surreal and and kind of weird to talk about. And then everything she's involved in, man, I'll tell you, I don't know where she finds energy, but kudos on her. Cause she is, uh, she's a trooper and, and she yeah. is awesome to talk to awesome for what she's part of the ideas she has her collaborations, uh, just, just also neat. So, um, we had Amanda, uh, from spook eats on, uh, again, a little over two years ago and we got her on again, everybody. This is an interview with Amanda Woomer. Uh, she runs spook eats. She's got several books out, including children's books and man, just, just a joy to talk to, and her energy is outstanding. And so, hopefully, you guys enjoyed it as much as we did. So, open the gates. So a writer, anthropologist, and former international English teacher, Amanda R. Woomer was born and raised in Buffalo, New York. A member of the Society for Psychical Research, she is a featured writer for the award-winning Haunted Magazine and the Morbid Curious, as well as an owner of Spook Eats. Uh, she is author of several books, one, uh, A Haunted Atlas of Western New York, um, America's Haunted Distilleries, Breweries, and Wineries, and The Ghosts of the Ghost Light Theater, as well as two kid book series that she has, Creepy Kids, I think she calls them. Um, and then she is also the creator of The Feminine Macabre, which Volume 4 is coming out here, and that's kind of awesome. We're going to talk to her about that. And there's a new one she's in the works with called Harlots and Hauntings. Um, she seems to always have something going on. And it's funny because last time we had her on the show, um, it was a little over two years ago, and <laughs> we were just getting through an earthquake, and little did we know there was going to be a global pandemic around the corner. So there's that. Um, so we're going to catch up with her a little bit. But everybody, Amanda Woomer, welcome again to Strange Uncles. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me back. It's been a long time. It has been a long time. <laughs> so good thing it just hasn't been super eventful, though, right? You know, yeah, oh nothing God. too exciting. I just thought, like, as you were talking about that, I was like, oh my gosh, like I had a baby in the midst of all that. So, oh, you oh, wow. did. I forgot to put that yeah, in the bio. Wow, I was that. pregnant the last time I was on here, so and now I have a tiny human being. Oh, congratulations! Look at you. Yeah. Well, thanks. Well, well, how's that go? Well, let's start there. How's that going? How's the family? How's uh, everything? It's- Good. Keeping a tiny human alive is uh, exhausting. So, but yeah, yeah. One hears things, but no, it's been good. He's great. He's cool. But rumor, rumor <laughs> has it that they're kind of easy to take, uh, keep alive. But you know, 
people go south with him every now and again. Yeah, so. every so often, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's quick now, so it's got exciting all of a sudden. Oh, yeah. It's a fun <laughs> age. Boy, I love it. No, I raise mine on my own, and he's got uh, all of his arms and legs, I think, at 22. Yeah. So I'm like, eh, all right, I did okay. Everything's right. Mission accomplished. Yeah, You're yeah. good. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, well, first of all, you know, again, thank you just for coming on. Um, I, I do want to touch bases a little bit, Amanda. It's something, and, and again, not to, you know, I don't want to get your head too big, but I... <laughs> You, um, number one, you guys had a horrible thing happen in your neighborhood. Um, you know, we don't really have to go too much in the discussion with it because, you know, podcasts not really about that, but, but the, we also like to just recognize good human beings. And, uh, despite what happened in Buffalo, New York over the weekend, um, you have been out, uh, knocking down doors and donations Mm -hmm. and just helping your community. I've been following it on Twitter and, and man, I I just want to say good on you. I mean, it, it, it takes a try, but I, that, that's, that's pretty fucking cool. So thank you. I, I, Saturday was like the shock and like the what, what? And then Sunday I was pissed and mm-hmm. Monday, I was like, all right, what do we do? Like, let's figure something out. I'm not the type to just be like, oh, thoughts and prayers. You know, it's like <laughs> thoughts and prayers are meaningless without action. Yep. So let's do something. And I just put the call out there like, hey, if anyone wants to send money, we're putting together care packages. We're making dinners. We're sending money to different charities. And in less than 24 hours, we've made over $1,200. Oh, my God. So, That's And awesome. it's like the majority has come from like a lot has come from like the people in Buffalo that I know personally, but then like the majority has come from people in the Halloween community, the horror movie community and the paranormal community, like Man. bar none. It's the majority has come from people that I've never met in my life. And most of the people I'm sure have never been to Buffalo. So it's been very cool to see these little communities that I've always kind of felt a part of really come together and not just send you know, well wishes and condolences my way to make sure that I'm doing okay, but then to actually back up their concern with money that they're selling. I mean, some people donated a hundred dollars per like a wow. couple people have wow. donated over a hundred dollars, and it's like that, that's <laughs> thank you. That's, that's, yeah, that's beyond cool. I mean, that you know, yeah. it kind of you need that every now and again just to prop up the mankind. You know that, that yeah, it's all, yes. and and I'll tell you, and you know it as well as we do. You know we're, we've been in this community for a bit and and doing this silly little podcast for a while, and uh, you know it seems like a lot of times, especially you know with the UAP, you know everybody's on different sides of what's what, yeah. and it's so div- you know it's so divisive at times, and so yeah. to know that you know, like you said, you've got these things that this is your little niche that you're part of, and for everybody to come through, um, yeah. just 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 awesome, just fantastic. Yeah, so. it's been awesome. So. Yeah. Thank you. No, no, yeah. that's cool. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and then I was going to so, so actually, let's promote that a little bit while we got you on. Uh, this will actually drop for our patrons uh, tomorrow. And oh, then, wow. um, you know, we'll have it out Sunday. But uh, I imagine you're going to continue the donations. Like, is there a timeline here? So originally I was having, cause originally the monetary donations that we have left over after we did all of the grocery shopping yesterday, um, I was going to donate towards funeral costs because that's the next biggest thing but um several buffalo celebrities have covered that um they've covered all of the family's costs for funerals so i was like that's great but shit that was my plan (laughs) (laughs) um so it's a good problem to have um so um originally i was gonna only keep accepting things through thursday this week um but i think i'm gonna keep it going through next week just because in the coming weeks i do think that donations are going to start dwindling Mm -hmm. so if we can kind of boost some 
you know, funds in the next week or so, um, I think that will be helpful. Um, so we'll definitely keep it going. Um, and if in two weeks time, if someone sees this and I get a random donation, yeah. I'll just, you know, send it along. It's not yeah. going to be like, well, you missed the deadline. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm, I'm um, not taking so. your shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, so, but yeah, um, if anyone is interested in helping out and donating, um, there's two options that we have right now that I've come up with. Um, so the first is just monetary donations. Um, so we're accepting them via PayPal or Venmo. Um, and the account on there is just at Spook Eats, nice and easy. It's all one word. My face, I think, pops up awkwardly, so you'll know if it's going <laughs> to the right place. Um, so that's one way to do it. And again, we say, like, any amount is fine. Like, you don't have to donate a large sum. We've had donations range from $10 up to $100. Um, so, um, and then the other way, um, I happen to have it here, like a a douche that's like oh i'm so prepared <laughs> um, but um we have the haunted atlas of western new york um this is a book that i wrote a couple years ago now i probably talked about it the last time i was on the show um but for the next week or so i'll probably end up extending it um a hundred percent of the proceeds of this sale on etsy not amazon but etsy because i can't access mm-hmm. amazon's money right away um so on etsy um a hundred percent of the proceeds will be put into our donation fund and then given over. Um, So we've already um, sold almost all of the ones that I put in the shop. So I might have to restock it, which again is a good problem to have. Um, But I tell people um, with this book, um, it's about Western New York and Buffalo in particular as well, but you don't have to be from Buffalo to appreciate some good ghost stories Mm -hmm. and Buffalo haunted history. Um, so, and it goes to a good cause, um, you know, so you get a cool book out of it and then you help people as well. Um, so those are the two options. Again, that's my Etsy shop. Um, and if you find me on Facebook or Instagram or anything, I've got so many links up right now to it. Um, you will have no problem no, finding no, no it. No problem located? No, that's cool. No, none at all. Yeah. I'm like bombarding people right now. <laughs> um, so, but make sure you order it from Etsy and not Amazon. Okay. Um, so okay. yeah, those are the two ways that um, you can help the city of Buffalo and the victims and their families and the community as a whole. Um, so yeah, thank you for letting me no, no, I mean, that's yeah. awesome. And we'll put links in our notes to uh, maybe awesome. advertise on Twitter a little bit just to make sure, you know, um, how's the community go, doing as a whole? I mean, you know, obviously this is something that's unfortunate, but uh, if nothing else, it brings people together, I, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I mean, it's been weird. It, the, the shooter was not from Buffalo. He drove about four hours um, from Binghamton, which is like the boonies, into the city to specifically target a black community to shoot as many black people as possible. Um, And 13 people were shot. 11 of them were black. 10 of them died. Um, And it's just, it's disgusting. It's horrific, but in a weird way, it, at least for me, because I'm not directly affected. So Mm -hmm. I can't obviously speak on behalf of the families because nothing would make it easier or better. But the fact that he wasn't a Buffalonian does help. That, like, this wasn't us. Like, someone came into our city and did this. It just, it it helps somehow, even just a little bit to know that. And from what I've seen, like, just the city has just rallied together and really, like, we have, and it's so funny, we have a nickname for ourselves that we're the city of good neighbors. And I've always rolled my eyes at that. I'm always like, oh, my God, (laughs) calm down. Like, and it's like, I've loved Buffalo for like its history. I'm not a sports person. So like, I'm not part of like the Bills Mafia or anything. Like I could not care less. Um, 
but I've suddenly become so like protective and defensive of Buffalo. Um, and, and just to see that the town has really come together, the city has really come together, um, has been nice. It's a collateral blessing, I guess, mm-hmm. but you know, I would trade it for, you know, to have those oh. 10 people back, you know, it's not worth it. I'd rather us all hate each other and have those 10 people back. Yeah, um, yeah. But it's, um, it's been, you know, a weird range of, yeah, shock and anger to crying and being upset. Um, but then, you know, some of our black friends are like, we're not surprised, like, we're not like, we're upset, but it's this is it. This is this is what it's like. And which makes for it even the, worse that that's what it's exactly. like. Exactly. It's yeah, like yeah. for the first time in my life, like my eyes have been opened to this really. And it's like, if I feel this way, I can't imagine. I can't imagine. I could start crying, but I won't um, if I let myself start thinking about it. Um, so, and again, the only way I could think of really helping was raising money. And I, you know, Spook Eats isn't huge, mm-hmm. but I know I've got enough people out there to be like hey if i keep posting if i keep annoying people with this eventually i'll raise a little bit of money (laughs) i'll raise some money someone will get beaten into submission and send me some 10 bucks um and and it's been it's been a great response again from strangers that i've never met before in my life people who have never been to buffalo and um it's been cool to see the majority coming from the spooky community because i wasn't sure what to expect so now to have over you're well over a thousand dollars to be able to help the community is it's awesome. awesome. It, it's amazing. It's amazing. Absolutely. No. Yeah. Like I said, we'll, we'll put links in there yeah, and then, you. you know, and also too, it, you know, like we mentioned in the intro a little bit, you know, it, it's been, and, and we'll get into spooky shit eventually, but it's been <laughs> weird. And it's funny because, you know, I was looking at the chats uh, that you and I went back for, you know, over two years ago. And, yeah. and I, we, I think we had to reschedule somehow, like we had a day plan and then you reached out and I was like, Oh, uh, well, we just got through like a 5.8 earthquake. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, we've got, things over here happening and then we had you on and then literally like i think two you know two three weeks later this this my first global pandemic came and mine too yeah 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 we're all we're all virgins here on the global pandemic (laughs) side um it was just it's just crazy so with that being said you know obviously we've it's affected all of us uh and and if it hasn't you're you're living in a cave i I think at this point but when it comes to your work your research um, obviously, you know, you really had to shift gears. What did that look like for you? Um, it was uh, a bit panic stricken in the beginning because Spook Eats, the whole point of Spook Eats was traveling, number one, right. um, and going to restaurants or bars, number two. <laughs> and it was like, all right, well, I can't, I can't travel anywhere right now. And I really can't leave my house, you know. DoorDash doesn't really haunted. Um, <laughs> well, I don't know. I've gotten some weird drivers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's more like cursed than anything else. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, it was definitely um, uh, there was growing pains for sure. Um, and even now, two years later, I Spooky Eats is still kind of in a stalled stage. Um, I haven't really been able to visit any restaurants or, or travel anywhere or go anywhere. Um, partly because, you know, I've got the little guy now and mostly because of a global pandemic. Um, so that was really uh, a struggle for me. Um, and, and really that's one of the reasons why I started the feminine macabre was it was another creative outlet for me to 
explore, but I also didn't have to go anywhere. I didn't have to travel anywhere. Um, I could stay in my house um, and, and still be able to produce something and produce something for other people as well, which was really rewarding. Um, But it's been a struggle for sure. You know, like um, when I was on last time, I, I don't even know if I was promoting the spirit guide, America's Haunted Breweries, Distilleries and Wineries, um, but I was working on that at the time and it was supposed to be book one in the spirit guide series. Well, Harlots and Hauntings is finally book two after oh, two years. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in okay. this series, so I'm always like, oh, yes, book one out of one. (laughs) Let's go for two. Yeah, it's really sad. Um, So like I'm starting to get back into the spooky realm of things and focusing on the haunted hospitality and the restaurants and the bars. Um, But it's still really hard to um, keep spooky going because travel is so much different now. Um, I'm hoping as the years pass that it kind of opens up more again and you can really start getting out there and doing it with confidence and feeling comfortable. Um, But especially because I have a little guy right now, too young to be vaccinated, too young to wear a mask on his face. Good God, I can't even keep a hat on his head. (laughs) Um, It's it's hard because you don't really know like, well, should I go to a restaurant? Does anyone want to see a baby at a restaurant right now? Like, no. (laughs) I was that person at a bar. I'd be like, why the heck would you bring a baby here? (laughs) Um, So I don't want to be a hypocrite. Um, So it is that weird balancing act and these growing pains of in the last two years, the world has changed, but I've also changed as well. Mm -hmm. And how does Spook Eats change with that as well and i'm still trying to figure that out i don't think i have solved the problem yet um so stay tuned <laughs> yeah well and that's the thing and i think we all are you know especially you know with what you are i mean creativity man unless you had a, a certain niche you, that sh- shit just went stopped i mean there was yeah. no i mean what do you do as a creator as an artist and and what that looks like um i did want to talk to you a little bit because i'm i'm curious i've been following a bit again following you on twitter some of the other stuff um <laughs> your feminine macabre that i uh, that you mentioned i, I want to dig into that you weren't doing that last time we had you on um this is something again volume four i think is dropping uh, what's the background on that? Like, obviously that was an idea out of, Hey, here I am. I don't really have a thing, but it's blossomed into something more than I, I don't know. I feel maybe more than what you had anticipated, but maybe, I don't know. Maybe not. Oh yes. hundred percent. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, um, this was back, um, in 2021. Um, so new years around that time. Um, and I had done a show over on paranormal buzz radio and we were talking about women in the paranormal. That was our topic. Um, and we were doing it like historically. So we were talking about women in the past, particularly in the 1800s. Um, but I was dropping names like Catherine Crow, Eleanor Sidgwick, Lorraine Warren. And no one in the audience knew who we were talking about other than Lorraine Warren. And I will stand by the fact that the only reason those people know who Lorraine Warren is is because they watch the Conjuring movies. The movie. Yep. Yep. The yep. Only, yeah, yeah. The only reason I will die on that hill. Like <laughs> I, that's what I firmly believe that. Yeah, um, that tracks. Yeah. 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 I'm not mad. Like, it's fine. Whatever. Um, But uh, it got me thinking, you know, why is it that a lot of these women laid the groundwork for parapsychology and paranormal investigation as we know it today? Mm -hmm. Um, People don't know who they are. They've never even heard of them. Um, So it got me thinking. And then I started thinking about modern day women in the paranormal and how on TV, especially, there's no female teams out there. You know, all the TV shows are male centric um and if there is a woman she's usually the psychic or she's the witch um or if there is a woman she's always paired with a guy um 
why is this? You know, you, you get thinking about it. And then I'm thinking, well, you know, I attend public events and I host public events. And nine times out of 10, the women outnumber the men at least 60 to 40, if not more. Um, and the guys that are usually there look like they were dragged there against their will by their girlfriends <laughs> or their wives or whoever. Um, so I just really, all of these things just kept kind of floating around in my brain. And I was finally like, you know what, like, there are women in this field that are doing so much work and so much research and we should know about it. Um, you know, and people have accused me of making it guys versus girls. Um, and that's not my focus. That's not my point. Um, you know, my argument is always that, you know, a lot of the men in the paranormal field, you know, the work that they're doing, you know, their names. Yep. They're out there. Um, yeah. You know, you see them on TV, you see them on YouTube, they've got podcasts, they've, they've got the TV deals, and, and they're everywhere. You, you know them. The women, you don't really know them. You really can't list their names. You don't know the work that they're doing. So let's create a, a place where they can share their research and their theories and their findings and their work. Um, so, you know, if like the guys are up here because of mainstream media and the girls are down here, this book is just in the hopes getting us just a little bit closer so people yeah. get to know them a little bit more. Um, I always say that the feminine macabre doesn't give women a voice. They already have their voices. It's just a megaphone to amplify it and get it out there. Um, so I put Good out a you. call for submissions um, and I was afraid I would have to pretend to be like 30 different women. I was going to ask <laughs> if that ever crossed your mind. I mean, what do you do? You sit there like one. I got one entry. Okay. I know. I was so nervous. I was like, oh my gosh, I have to fill a book now. And like, what if, like, what if nobody, nobody submits anything and I have to pretend to be 20, 30 women and come up with a bunch of shit to write about. <laughs> that was not the pro like, that uh, was not the case for volume one. Awesome. I think we got close to a hundred submissions. Oh, that's like, awesome. it oh, was, wow. a, it was great. Um, so much so that we actually like told women, like, we want you, but we're going to put you in number two. Cause I wasn't sure if people would submit for volume two. Um, so, and it just kind of kept going and going and it's been really cool to see it blossom and mm -hmm. grow. Mm -hmm. Um, again, I didn't think it would be anything. I think it would just be the Amanda show. Um, and you know, it's created this, this beautiful community where these, um, female and non-binary, we opened it up to non-binary writers as well for the second volume. Oh, um, cool. They've just really come together and they support each other. Um, if someone else has a project that they're working on, people tune into it or they help support it. Um, we've had actual like real real life friendships where people like hang out now in real life uh, because wow. they were both featured in the Feminine Macabre. Yeah, I'm like, oh, that's yeah, weird. Yeah. That's cool. Um, so it's been really humbling and exciting at the same time to kind of see that there was a need for something like this and it was exciting to be able to fill that role and fill that need um and i'm hoping to be able to continue to do it into the future you know mm -hmm. however long um so we've got three volumes out now um volume one the forward was written by patty negri um so she's been seen on ghost adventures um as one of their go-to psychic mediums um number two had a forward by michelle bellinger um she's oh, yeah. um known mostly for portals to hell i think nowadays mm -hmm. um and then number three which got the biggest response was bridget marquat from girls next door um my husband was like really and i was like she's a parapsychologist back <laughs> off <laughs> wait a, but wait yeah, a minute so hold on let's back up girls next door <laughs> is it what i'm thinking it is or yeah like mtv's playboy bunnies the, the, yeah. yeah yeah okay that's what yeah. i just wanted to yeah. okay <laughs> yeah like so like bridget bridget's got a podcast called ghost magnet i was on it 
a couple months ago yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And I was just like shot in the dark, like, hey, do you want to write our forward for us? And it was great. Um, <laughs> Too cool. So we got, yeah. Um, and a lot of people were like, oh my gosh. And it was like, yeah, like she's into the paranormal guy. She's a weirdo, just like the rest of us. Um, so, um, so those are the three volumes that we have out now. Um, volume four, we're accepting submissions right now um, until June 1st. That's the submission deadline for volume four. Um, and basically I tell people who are interested, um, if you identify as female or non-binary, um, just write something that you find interesting. Um, we accept things on topics like um, hauntings, um, folklore, dark history, murder mysteries, tarot, okay. Okay. Um, witchcraft, astrology, cryptids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to ask if there's guidelines there, you know, you yes. short stories, um, you know we, what that looks like. On our on um, the Spooky website, we do have guidelines of kind of like what we're looking for, the length, Mm -hmm. um how to format it and stuff we're i'm i'm very easy to impress i guess i don't know um but i basically tell people like you don't need any experience as a writer um a lot of people say well i've never been published before to which i say i don't care um some people say i'm not a paranormal investigator I don't care. Um, you know, like I'm not on a team. I'm not a ghost hunter. Like, you know, mm -hmm. I go on investigations mm -hmm. every so often for fun. You know, I host events sometimes, but I'm not on a team. It's fine. Um, so I basically tell people if there is a topic, a weird topic that you are passionate about, that you're knowledgeable uh, on, um, write about it. And if there's something that you're interested in or you're curious about, research it. And write about it. Write an essay about it. It's basically how I describe it. It's like an essay, yeah. but fun. Fun, hopefully. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Spit it but, off. Um, yeah, I've got a physical copy here of volume one, at least. Um, so this is kind of like what it looks like, the length and everything. Um, so they're physical copies. Um, so that's one thing I tell people is that it's not a digital thing. It's not online. It's an actual copy mm -hmm. um, that you'll get. You can put it on your bookshelf. You can give it away as a gift. Um, and for me, when I first started writing, that was a huge game changer for me the first time I submitted to an anthology and had a physical book with my name on the back mm -hmm. um, that kind of yep. showed me like I could do this and here I am you know 10 books later um, so I, I want that to be the inspiration for other writers out there as well that you can totally do this especially in today's day and age with self-publishing it's it's and social media it's so easy to get your work out there and to promote yourself um, so and this is a good starting point for people who might want to be published, but don't really know how to do it, or the idea of publishing a full book is a bit overwhelming. Well, it's a good stepping stone to just kind of like get your toes wet and, and just start getting out there. Um, so, but yeah, anyone who's watching this that is interested in it or curious about it, I encourage you to go to the Spook Eats website and you know, find those submission guidelines, read through them and send something in. I'm the only one that reads the submission. So it's not like You'll be judged by a bunch of oh, random Oh, I was going to say, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like there's a, there's a tribunal or something no. going on. Yeah. <laughs> right? No, like we won't judge you or anything. Um, and um, yeah, it's a great little community that, you know, we're always looking for new people and new topics. Um, my hope is that the people who read these books, and again, like men and women can read these and gain so much more knowledge. Um, you know, my hope is that people, yeah, walk away from it thinking of something in a new way or having learned something new or go like, Oh, I never thought of it that way before. Um, and the more people we have and the more perspectives we have, you know, whether you're, you know, 
female or non-binary, you're gay or straight, you're young or you're old, you're experienced or you're a novice, you're black or you're white, it doesn't matter. You know, there's so many different perspectives that we can learn from mm -hmm. and um, teach one another. Um, so as we continue to grow in the numbers of volumes, I hope we continue to grow in the number of community members we have as well. Yeah, that's awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> It was a ramble. <laughs> no, no, you're fine. I, that's all what we're here to do. And, and I just want to really bring it up because I, I think it's an amazing thing. I mean, equality is something to be said about it, especially in a field like this. And you're right. It is really dominated mostly by men. You know, why, you know, why is that? I mean, it doesn't have to be like that. You know, yeah, so. it shouldn't be. It really shouldn't. No, everybody has a certain love. That's for sure. You know, yeah. yeah. But um, we're going to take a quick break, Amanda. If you want to hang on with us, uh, we yeah. will be back, everybody, with, with uh, Amanda Woomer. Uh, we will return. Believe in UFOs? Felt that chill up your spine that you just can't explain? Contemplate the other side of reality? Do you shake your head at the world that seems to have lost its common sense? Well, look no further than Strange Uncles. Find them on all podcast platforms and call their hotline to tell your side of reality at 801 252 69 Four, five. Open the gates. All right, and we are back. Um, so I, I wanted, unless Josh, you have something on your side, you know, you so you're doing more other than just the feminine macabre. You delved into children's books, which, you know, I can kind of see why now you got that relation thing going on and, and that's fine. Um, and then of course you have your other books and you talk about your spirit guides. Uh, do you usually focus mainly on just your local area? Do you have plans on doing something a little bit more broadened when it comes to that? Yeah. Because it seems like there's so, there's so much to do with what you are dived into with, you know, travel and eats and drinks and whatever have you. And then you put the, the weird into it. I, I mean, really the, the world is your oyster at this point you know, where you want to go, what you want to do. What, what's that look like for you? So for me, um, the very first book I wrote was The Haunted Atlas. And when I first was trying to think of what the heck should I write about, um, I just thought, write what you know. You know, you don't have any money to your name as Spookeats right now, so just stay local. Um, so The Haunted Atlas is very, very localized. It's painfully localized. Um, so it limits your audience, and I'm very much aware of that. Um, so luckily, Volume 1, or not Volume 1, Book 1 in the Spirit Guide series with America's Haunted Breweries, Distilleries, and Wineries did start branching out a little bit. Um, to other places around the country. Um, it was nice because I was able to work directly with these locations during the pandemic. They were oh, cool. closed down. They were looking to find new ways to kind of get their information out there as mm -hmm. well. Um, so we have got places in, you know, Portland, Oregon, and down in Arizona and Florida. Um, so all over the oh, U.S., awesome. which is really nice. Um, Harlots and Hauntings, which is coming out next month, that has branched out a little bit further to include the UK because a lot of my followers, um, because I write for Haunted Magazine, which is based in, in England, um, a lot of them are from the UK. So I'm trying to like slowly like branch my way out more and more um, to more locations to be more inclusive. So you have a wider audience and more people that want to read mm -hmm. um, what you have to say because they're talking about, you know, your hometown or this restaurant that you've been to or you work at. Um so my hope, I mean, I've got so many plans for, you know, haunted hotels, haunted B&Bs. Um, my dream 
is to do a Route 66 trip. Oh, like actually physically do please. it and do all of the haunted restaurants and bars along Route 66. Yeah, yeah. Someday. That was our 2020 summer plan, but then I got pregnant <laughs> and then COVID happened and it was uh, like, you know, right, yeah, you we're had just going to postpone that. You had a couple bumps in the road. You know, what, what are yeah. you going to do? So that's funny. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's, I definitely learned from the first book to the later books, make it as broad as possible. You know, mm-hmm. you want to find mm-hmm. that niche that makes it unique, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you want to make it as broad as possible. So more people are interested in it. Um, so, and I do think that focusing on haunted hospitality, um, is like my niche. I know there's other people out there that are starting to do it now. I say bitterly because I think I was the first. Um, <laughs> but founding, it's fine. founding figure. I know. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, let's say that. Um, but, um, you know, so with the Harlots and Hauntings, it's a fun twist where it's like, all right, well, we're looking at these haunted bars and restaurants, but we're also talking about prostitutes and like kind of like the seedier side of history. Um, so again, that kind of like, I think that catches people's eye. And then you have that broad audience of, well, we've got things in Alaska and things in Oregon and things mm-hmm. in Arizona, but we also have things in the UK. Um, so it's it's been fun to try to kind of like find that sweet spot of like really narrowing in on a specific topic, but then making the geography of it, for lack right. of a better term, wider. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that whole Route 66 idea, that is phenomenal. I mean, that's my wife and I's go-to, like our dream. We would love just to, hey, let's take two weeks off and hook up the camper and just go. Yep, just go. That's what, like my husband and I, we love road trips. We love stopping at like kitschy roadside things. The the dumber the better. I mean, yeah, really. <laughs> like the cheesiest possible. I'm there for it. Like world's biggest ball of yarn. I'm there. Absolutely. I'm going to take um, that over. <laughs> that's yeah, so, right? funny. Um, so hopefully in the next few years, we can do that because that's been something I've really wanted to do for years now. Um, and to have that be in the spirit guide series. So yeah, yeah. fingers crossed it'll happen someday. <laughs> that's so cool. And I think working with um, when you talk about, you know, the, the advantage, I guess, if there is an advantage to this whole COVID thing, writing <laughs> the book um, with the distilleries and the breweries, I mean, that must have been cool because, you know, here you, you kind of got the place yourself at this point. You know, they're needing you. You're needing them. Yeah. It, it's kind of working both ways. So, yeah. And it was awesome. Like they were a lot of them were so helpful with like the history. And I would say, like, hey, I tracked down these two things. What have you got? They're like, oh, we can send you documents. Here you go. And it's like, oh, my gosh, like primary sources. This is amazing. Um, you know, and they would send photographs, historic photographs that like aren't available online. And oh, they would wow. be like, yeah, you can use them in your book. No problem. Um, you know, and just like recipes for some of their drinks and their cocktails. And it's like, this is amazing. Um, so it was really cool to get to know these locations one on one. And only a few of them I've ever actually been to in person. Um, so I have such a long list of places that I really, really want to get to now um, because not only is the history so interesting and the ghost stories really intriguing, but the people were so accommodating and so gracious and friendly. And that just adds to the reason of why you want to go to these places and actually meet these people because um, it just adds to the charm of a location. Yeah. Oh, no. Fantastic. And I'll tell you, if it's not on your list and, and I, so I recently moved back to what last year, Josh, I think moved back to Washington yeah, state, yeah. Um, which is kind of home, you know, Montana is where I was born, but this is the Northwest is home. So, you know, Josh is still in Salt Lake with, uh, with John, but if, if you haven't stumbled across it, just a tidbit, you got to look up the town of Wallace, Idaho 
and start doing some history in this little place because it is at one time there's 13 saloons of 13 brothels and it, it the history and the hauntings and that like it it just goes on and on and on and on it's crazy i just wrote so. it down <laughs> oh, okay there you go there you go let me know yeah fantastic so you've got those underneath with your spirit guide volume so what's next i mean you know you really haven't dropped the harlots uh, yet so that's nope. that's upcoming do you have anything after that you got or is this like so, um, basically, um, Pilots and Hauntings is dropping at Haunted America Conference next month. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, um, I'm hoping to release it at the conference. Fingers crossed, knock on wood, everything goes according to the schedule. <laughs> um, and then um, the next book I'm going to be working on, um, working title is called The Suffragist and the Spiritualist. And it's basically going to look at um, how physical mediumship for women at the end of the 19th century really helped lead into the women's rights movement. And um, oh. I've done a lot of research lately for Haunted Magazine and The Morbid Curious and The Feminine Macabre on ectoplasm. I don't know why I've become just so obsessed with ectoplasm. <laughs> I am too. Um, don't, don't, don't worry. <laughs> I just, I, I'm fascinated by it. I don't really think it exists, but I love looking at old photos of it. It's just so wacky and whimsical. Like, it's just like, oh my gosh, this is ridiculous. Um, I just find it absolutely fascinating. And so that's what kind of inspired me to look at physical mediumship. And so many physical mediums were were women. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, at the time, it was one of the few viable options for women to have as a career, they could be a medium. Um, and it gave a lot of autonomy to their lives and their bodies and their money. Um, and so I just find it very, very fascinating. So um, I'm currently researching for that. Um, I have an event coming up in August that I would love to be able to get it done in time. Will I? <laughs> I don't know. Um, stay tuned for that. Um, but that's the next book that I'll be working on after Harlots and Hauntings. Um, comes out will be um, the spiritualist and suffragist, suffragist and spiritualist. I haven't decided yeah, yeah. which one sounds yeah, better yeah. yet. That's so <laughs> um, but, that's cool. but that's the next one for sure. Plus um, volume four of the feminine macabre, which will come out probably in September. Yeah. What, what's your cadence on those? I'm sure it, uh, it just really relies on submissions, like how fast they come in, what you can do to put them yeah. together. Um, I, I try to get them out as quickly as possible. So the first one I got out in like, a month, which I don't know oh. how I did that. I really don't know how I did that. My mm. baby was still like immobile, I guess. So it was easier. <laughs> right, right. Um, <laughs> but um, my goals right now is to do like a spring equinox and an autumnal equinox, like those types of um, oh, releases. Nice. But it all, it depends so much on submissions um, and the size of which, you know, um, like volume one is smaller. Volume two was larger. So it took longer to, mm-hmm. to edit and to format and get everything together. Um, so it, it varies from volume to volume. Um, but yeah, it's been fun, oh, man. You, I cannot believe that <laughs> the, the sticks you have in the fire. It's, it's absolutely insane. I can't you know? be idle. Like I literally yeah. finished editing and formatting Harlots and Hauntings two days ago. And I was like, now what? Like, I got to do something else. <laughs> and my husband's like, just take a break. Take a rest it's for a bit. It's not that hard. I can't. I can't do it. I, I got to do something. That's so, so funny. I have a problem. Oh, I think we all do. I'm the same way. I get antsy. You know, it, it's what yeah. it is. And I, I can't relax. <laughs> well, and I think that that idea for the upcoming book, too, it, it fascinates me personally, just the turn of the century 
um, you know, the, the spiritual events that happened yeah. and the seances that went on. And the, I read a fantastic book that was um, about Dan Aykroyd's grandfather, who was a dentist yeah. and also a, um, it, and it just was f- just fascinating. Just yeah. to that whole time frame and how much it affected. So, you know, you've got a little dabble of UK, obviously, because you write for that haunted magazine as well. Mm-hmm. Is it, in your opinion, is it approach different when they talk about the paranormal USA versus UK? I mean, obviously, it's been around a lot longer in UK, but the viewpoints, I would imagine, are a little bit of a different perspective. I would say yes. Um, and I can really only speak from the haunted hospitality perspective. Um, so in America, there's a lot of locations that are haunted or have a history, a darker history. And when you go there or you approach them about it, a lot of times they shut you down right away. Mm. They don't want to talk about it. They don't want to bring it up. Um, and I think it's a shame. Um, you know, I, I think whether a place is haunted or not, if there's a darker history to it, it's part of your history. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Own it, you know? Yeah. Um, and honestly, I feel like it makes it more interesting if people have to eat anywhere, like they'll probably pick like the weird freaky deaky restaurant. That was a former insane asylum, as opposed to an Applebee's. That's just, that's just, just my opinion. Just to say um, that's where they ate at. I had the best omelet at this crazy nut house that used to be. Yeah. Yeah. Yada, yada, exactly. Yada. And people are like, Oh my gosh, I've got to go there. <laughs> um, and I find that I, I feel like because, America is still so young in regards to everything um, that I don't think we've learned how to cohabitate with Mm. our history and with the ghosts and skeletons in the closet of sorts. Whereas I feel like in the UK, the history is so rich and so deep and the buildings are so old. I feel like in America, we bust down old buildings to build new stuff or build parking lots. Whereas in the UK, there are buildings there from the 12th century. And they'll be like, but it's not the oldest building in town. You think, oh, of course it's not. <laughs> like, why would it be? This is older than Silly when. Me. Yeah, like, this yeah. is this is ridiculous. This is older than almost anything in my country. Um, but um, I feel like they have found a way to embrace their history and own it. And I feel like ghost stories have been a part of British culture. You know, you look at Christmas time, even they tell scary ghost stories as a part of their Christmas celebrations. Um, so I think that it's just always been a part of their culture. So of course the old building is haunted. Of course we're going to talk about it. Of course we're going to say we're the most haunted pub in town. Don't believe the one down there that says they're the most haunted. We're the most haunted. So like they compete for that. Whereas I feel like here in the States, we don't really do that. I don't think we've learned to live with our history yet. And if we can't live with it yet, we're not going to advertise it or celebrate it, or at least acknowledge it. Um, So I hope that we eventually find a better way to approach it. I do also think that, you know, religion has a big hand in it. You know, I feel like in America, a lot of times spirit communication in general is seen as a taboo. It's evil. There's a stigma around it. Then you throw in TV shows that toss the word demon around at everything And that just adds even more negativity to paranormal investigation and paranormal research. Um, So I think that's another reason why it's still kind of hush hush. We don't talk Mm -hmm. about it. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you do, you're kind of like the quirky place in town. You're, you know, you're a roadside stop. You're a destination. It's not the norm right now. Um, And I hope eventually that changes. And I do think 
um, that even over the last 10 years or so with the paranormal, things have definitely changed some for the better, some for the worse. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think, you know, we are changing, we are growing and we're evolving. And I do think it's becoming more mainstream and more acceptable to discuss paranormal activity and experiences and just beliefs and theories. Um, So hopefully 10 years from now, we'll look back and be like, oh, we're so much better now. Like we're, we've got so many more haunted restaurants and so many more haunted hotels talking about it and actually sharing the history. You know, there's one place in Western New York that in Buffalo, in downtown Buffalo, that was a former uh, insane asylum. And it was repurposed into a very, very fancy hotel, a very, very fancy restaurant. And when I went to see them as spook eats, they um, basically scolded me for even asking about it, um, saying that I was adding to the stigma of mental illness. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I never thought of it that way before. And it did get me thinking that, you know, do we do we do that? You know, do we add to the stigma of the caricature of a crazy person, you know, in a straight jacket rocking back and forth in the corner? You know, a lot of these old asylums host interactive haunted houses at Halloween time. And I think that, okay, yeah, that does add to the stigma of mental illness. It's something we need to talk about. Um, But I also feel like the place in Buffalo is haunted. Like it's been documented. Like people have been there and been like, I've seen people, I've heard people, we've had experiences. So to me, it is very upsetting that they do not allow any type of paranormal research, investigators, ghost hunters, whatever into this place, because I feel like there, there is something there and it could just be something as simple as they want to share their story. They want to be able to release that. And because this location isn't allowing people to come in and do that in a way, whoever is still in this place is trapped there and they're alone. And that's really upsetting to me. So I do think we need to try to find that balance. And I feel like in the UK, they've managed to find a balance. Mm -hmm. Um, It might not be perfect. You know, there, I think there are some places that do it better than others, but I think we can learn a lot from finding that sweet spot of being respectful, but also acknowledging it and talking about it because right. we've done some shitty things in the past. Yes, we have. Own it. Let's own yeah. it. Yeah. I so mean, <clears throat> to tie that back to what you were saying about, we haven't learned to live with our history yet or even accept it. Like, um, I, I think them scolding you about adding to the stigma of mental health issues is a little, uh, absurd on their end actually because like we got to talk about that stuff to destigmatize it you know what i mean and a lot of really wacky bad stuff happened at most of those old asylums because of the of the state of mental health treatment in the early days like and we should be talking about that and we should be talking about how bad it was yeah Yeah. and that's part of talking about and this is why i think this place is haunted you know what i mean like yeah so I, i i think that I think that they were just being pretentious dickheads. <laughs> well, <laughs> just, just to sum it up. <laughs> if you knew the location, that's a hundred percent like, yeah, well, yeah. Like, oh, okay. Like them. <laughs> okay. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, so, and you know yeah, what? Like, yeah, and honestly, you know, there is such thing and, and we go through it like you, you know, and that's why I mentioned the, the comparison. I want to really know. I was curious about UK versus, you know, us and what we do. And I yeah. think it ebbs and flows 
the, the interest in the paranormal and then maybe it goes away for a little bit, then it comes mm. back and it's a thing. And I think now, of course, with media and social platforms, all this other stuff, you know, look, a lot of it's very sensationalist. It, it really is. People are, are, you know, they're, they're trying to just get that bottom buck into what they do. And if a certain business maybe has a history, you know, that's probably the first thing they're going to attach to paranormal rather than somebody that's coming in common sensed, rational, wanting to talk about it, wanting to actually, this is legitimate. There's energy here. We don't know what happened to it. It doesn't feel good to them. They don't see that they picture ghost adventures or whatever have you. And it's, uh, and and I think, you know, I don't think it's not a good equilibrium. Let's say that, you know, I, I don't, I don't think it's very balanced right now. Um, with how it is approached, you know, and everybody wants to try to kind of get their 15 minutes of fame or whatever that looks like. And, and that's unfortunate in this field because it, you know, we got to work together more than we do, you know, trying to, to promote that name for ourselves, you know? Yeah. And so. I think I, 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 I love social media, but I hate it. I uh, think yeah, social media has a, a, a way of connecting people, mm-hmm. um, and uniting people that might not have connected and they're able to coordinate with each other and promote each other. It's great. Fantastic. Whatever. But I, there are so many people out there right now, <laughs> visualizing them in my mind. Um, <laughs> Sorry, brought it up. <laughs> no, it's great. Um, like haunted TikTok, fucking hate haunted TikTok. Oh my God. Everything man. is stupid. Everything is fake. I'm not, I'm too old for TikTok. Like I'm in the geriatric unit say, in I... there. Yeah. I was on it for about like three months and I was like, screw this. This is stupid. Um, but I, people send me videos all the time and I'm like, all right, I've gone on so many investigations with dozens of cameras in an actual haunted location mm-hmm. with equipment. Mm-hmm. Haven't caught a blessed mm-hmm. thing. Nothing. But this schmuck in his apartment that was built in 2007 Uh is on his phone videotaping a corner of his apartment and he gets a ghost. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's that. No, there's millions of them. No, please. uh, God, you are such a breath of fresh air. And, you know, so I'm part of this other group, too, in Utah still, but I'm. Um, Ochre Paranormal Investigative. The guy that runs it, he's been in the business for over 20 years. Um, yeah. And he says, look, he got into the field to disprove it. Uh, but the reality is if people knew how exciting investigating the paranormal is, they would not do it. it no is one would do it. hours and hours and it's hours. It's so boring. It's so boring. Oh, God. I'm I always, listening. whenever I host public events, I start it with, who's excited? Yeah, we're all great. Who's seen Ghost Adventures? Everyone's like, yeah. And I was like, great. This is going to be nothing like that. And they're all like, oh. And I'm like, yeah, ghost hunting's really freaking boring. Uh-huh. Get ready to sit in a yeah. dark room by yourself and talk to thin air. Like, we're all crazy. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then after the uh-huh. fact, listen to 10 hours of recording going, what's that? What's yeah, that? Is that something? No, like, that's nothing. Mark that up. Yep. Mark that up. Yep. Yeah. Nope. That's it's, someone's it's stomach growling. That's someone clearing their throat. It's the worst. Oh, so, like, I, and I just, I really have a hard time right now with, paranormal celebrities or influencers right. or whatever sharing TikTok haunted TikTok videos or sharing evidence and it's fake. Stop sharing mm-hmm. it. Stop mm-hmm. promoting it. Stop getting it out there. Stop endorsing it. Um, it's it just, it loses your credibility. Like I've lost all respect for Absolutely. several people out there because I'm like, First of all, like you're using a really bad clip art image that I just searched for, like ghost girl, creepy, transparent ghost girl. And you put it in your video and you're like, oh, look yeah. what I got. And it's like, I smell bullshit. I'm Everyone smells bullshit. 
Um, yeah. So, I mean, I could go all night Oh, long. I know. I have, I, I, we all do. Yeah. We, we don't have five hours to kill, but <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just I know, saying, right? you know. But it's just, it's just I, social media, it's a blessing and a curse. I Agreed. think it can do so much good, and it has done so much good. Agreed. But everything with a grain of salt, you know, don't believe everything you see. And just because yeah. someone has tens of thousands of followers or a million followers, don't believe that just because they're like, that's that's it's that, the rationality mean- <laughs> of it that's that's the whole thing and, and i'm glad yeah. you said that we feel the yeah. same way and it's the same thing you know we talk about often on the show where you know we, supposed expert of 20 years in the <laughs> uap i'm like i don't know what expert you think you are but <laughs> this this whole th- this field there's no expert about this field because we don't yeah. know we don't yeah. understand we have ideas we can collaborate yeah. We can have some rationale behind things, but that's where it really stops. You know, it doesn't yeah. go past that. And, and it is yeah. very, very frustrating. Yeah. I always say, like, unless you have a doctorate in parapsychology, pump the brakes. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Right, like right. that's really like, yeah. or if you're like an expert on a part of history, absolutely sure. fine. Yeah. You could be an expert on building a certain piece of technology. Absolutely mm-hmm. fine. But like being an expert umbrella. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. far stretch. <laughs> it's so, hard to be an expert in the unknown. Exactly. We should it make T-shirts is. that say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, and so that leaves me to this, and and we're running a little bit out of time. You know, want to make know, sure that your so time's sorry. good. No, no, you're fine. This is awesome. Um, I, this actually leads into one of my last questions, and I, I don't know if Josh, you have a follow up, whatever have you, but. Um, we know our pet peeves with the paranormal community because we have, we just got done discussing them, you know, Hey guys, <laughs> let's, uh, let's have some skeptical stuff here before we jump off the bridge because it, it's not going to help anybody. Um, and you might already mentioned your pet peeves, but, but what are they aside from what we talked about? Anything that just, man, you've ran into and it just gets your gears to the point that, that you're just, your hands going there. There there's, you know, you, you give up with a group or a person or a topic or whatever have you. I would say people that take themselves way too seriously or just don't think like their shit doesn't stink. Mm -hmm. Um, That everything they say is brilliant. And it's like, like you said, like nobody really knows what's going on. Nobody really understands what's happening. We can have ideas and theories and have conversations. We don't really know. And there are people in this field right now that have really popped up in like droves lately. Oh, that yeah, just seems that, like that. that that just think that they know everything that they are somehow deeply connected to the divine and it's like you're a dipshit i, I just i mean <laughs> yeah. i won't go that far but it's just like what we're doing if you really stop and think about it it's ridiculous it's okay to have fun yeah. and it's okay to make fun of it and laugh at yourself and just have a good time as long as you're respectful in the location that you're currently at, you can have a good time and you can laugh about it and have fun. And those are the people that I've really gravitated towards. Mm-hmm. I've really chosen to fill my space with um, is the, are the ones that choose joy and choose to have fun with what they're doing while they're exploring. We're all exploring. This is an adventure. Let's have fun with it. Don't take it so seriously. Don't think so highly of yourself because you don't know everything. Um, And the way that you present yourself sometimes as better than everyone else really ostracizes you and separates you from the rest of the community and people won't want to work with you. And I've really experienced that over the last year or two where it's like, I like you. I like you. I'm going to avoid you because (laughs) 
you're, you, my demons no. don't like your demons. That's <laughs> yeah. just how it is. You know, it's nothing against you, but we're just not going to jive. Yeah. Um, so for me, it's really people who just take themselves way too seriously and just don't know how to have lighthearted conversations and to have fun with what we're doing because it is ridiculous if you really stop and think about it. It really is. And even if it was an incredibly serious endeavor, you should still be having fun with it. You know, exactly. I mean, no Enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. No matter what you're taking your time into it. I mean, that's worth yeah. something, you know? So, yeah. and that's the same thing we try to surround ourselves. You know, we have some really good friends of the podcast, you know, yourself and then uh fourteen society, you know, Tobias yeah. and his wife, just good people because they, man, they, they've been, they've been around the block and they know and and they really care for what they do they got the heart into it and yeah and and it's but they're, refreshing they're not egotistical then they're, they're not human beings and it's wonderful yeah i I, I would love to get together with tobias and play a wicked game of D with him but i i don't know i also play D. i've got my book right over there so <laughs> i'm i'm down i've got my go. my character's name is rosh and half elf <laughs> paladin we're ready to go nice <laughs> see another book fun that is fantastic um, do, do you, Josh, you got anything on your side? No, no, I think I'm good. Yeah. You, man, fantastic. I, do you have anything else to promote? Anything you want, you want to, you know, throw out there? We'll give you the, the soapbox. Oh gosh. Um, I guess just, again, I'm just going to promote the feminine macabre. And if anyone watching this is feminine Hong thinking, maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't take the chance. You've got nothing to lose. I'm not scary. I'm not intimidating at all. I'm the only one reading it. Um, if you head to spookeats.com, um, you'll find our submission guidelines in the blog area. Um, and just read through it. It's not as intimidating as it looks. Um, and, you know, I would really just love to have you share your expertise, share your interest, share your passion, share your bliss with us, um, and to have you be part of the Feminine Macabre family. Um, my website, like I mentioned, is spookeats.com. Um, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter is all just spooky. It's nice and easy. Um, and then we did start an Instagram and Facebook just for the feminine macabre. Okay. Um, and that's just the feminine macabre, nice and easy as well, um, where we promote the authors um, featured in the books, um, the work that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I guess that's that's it. I'll Fantastic. see people at Haunted America if people come to the Haunted America conference in June. Yeah, so. where's that at, by the way? That's in Elton, Illinois. Um, so okay. Tobias and Emily will be there, um, okay. as well as a couple of other cool kids in the paranormal. So I'll be doing my first lecture there in person. Oh, that's not at a library. So good yeah, I'm excited. It'll be fun. Um, and Harlots and Hauntings will be released there. Fingers crossed. Hopefully. Yep. So no, fantastic. No, that's all great stuff. You know, I love your energy. Love your work. Um, like I said, I follow you where I can. And and uh, kudos on you just for being real. I, I think it's something you said you. about this. Um, this whole field, you know, we need more. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, yeah. if you want to stand by, we're going to thank you off there. But everybody, that was Amanda right. from Spook Eats. Awesome, awesome. <clears throat> yeah, um, phenomenal. Just neat, you know. Like she's just man, what a heart of gold. And and again. Between the Buffalo shooting and between what she's got going on with her collaborations or events, which her donations for the, the shit, you know, you don't have to do things like that. But when you have a person that really, this is what they can do and, and they pull it off and it's all just in nothing but good, um, man, I, I don't know. Yeah, hats off to her for sure, you know. Yeah, I mean, she's always fun to have on and fun to talk to, period, you know. Oh, like, yeah. Absolutely. Really interesting, super interesting, but to see 
someone helping their community come together after a tragedy is pretty pretty fucking rad pretty cool too yeah yeah i had some more questions for her but honestly i think we, we kind of covered the gamut i mean i i can't wait i've read one of her books um and i gotta dig through my collection to see which one it was i think i ordered it last time we had her on um it had just like just dropped um just she's you know she's a great writer and everything she's going and again you know we we talk about feminine macabre um just neat and she's absolutely right you know you look at that it's just like anything else in in life, I guess, or in this world, you know, men for some reason are are top peer, and and this is what they have to say. And and who's a man? There's tons of women, and you know, she opened it up to non-binary and other things. They all have something to offer. All have a collaboration involved, and and why not? I mean, and it absolutely should be like that. You know, yeah. we we all like the weird. I don't care who you are. So well, and, and honestly, like uh, when she was talking about how like when you see women represented on like the, the ghost hunting spooky shows, you know, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. they're always paired up with a man or they're like the witch or the psychic or whatever, you know, like all the fucking looking at you travel channel tropes. (laughs) No shit Um, about that, dude. It's all stereotypical, you know? Yeah. But like it, and then she said that at most of the live events she do, she does, it's, mostly women and the men that are there look like they were dragged there against their will. And I was like, that makes total sense because she focuses on like haunted stuff and spooky stuff in that regard. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And with its correlation to true crime, like it's, I was like, Oh, duh, of course. Yeah. Like, right. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, it totally, it totally makes sense. And I, this is not definitely not limited to women and I'm not trying to say it like as a stereotype or anything, but Almost every woman I know loves the shit out of true crime. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, it, it is a thing. And, and you know, there's a lot of guys who do that, too. I, I oh, yeah, I love it. I, watch, I, like, I never got into it. one of the few it, things the old you know? lady and I can agree on is, like, we can watch a ghost hunter, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. spooky show about a haunted place, or we can watch some true crime together. And and then maybe be cool. there's a few, like, weird, interesting sci-fi series that we can watch together, and then it's, like, our taste and entertainment diverge quite a bit <laughs> i know the wife actually did me a huge saddle last night because she knew i had a bad work day and you know and i texted you and i'm like I, I just don't understand but uh she's like look i'm gonna go in the room and watch a couple movies she goes why don't you go ahead and watch your star trek or your outer ranch or whatever you got and i'm like thank you i will just sit here and do that because that's oh, what, that's what brings outer peace. range was so fucking good i have not so i'm three almost four episodes in so don't spoil it for i it's getting good it's getting better it's getting yeah i i'm well, so really they, impressed they released it weird so. like they were doing two episodes at a time ah the yeah first I caught that. four episodes and then the last two they released one each week instead of both on right. friday right right um and but the cliffhanger at the end of episode two was weird. Oh, and yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It threw me off a little bit. I was kind of like, oh. It, it took me all to catch up, too. Fucking dumb. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But hang in there, because it's going somewhere, and where cool. it's going is real cool. weird and real cool. Cool. That's all. Well, and again, not to take away from Amanda. So, you know, for, and because I got something else I want to talk about, it seems like we always go back to shows <laughs> one way or another. Yeah, I watch but, way too much fucking TV. Oh, yeah, shit. Um, but no, yeah, amazing to have her on. Amazing the work she, she does. Again, I don't know how she does it. Uh, it seems like in two years' time, you know, I like I said, I started a book just what two months into COVID and I'm on chapter eight. It, it's fucking pathetic, but you know, it's just life, you know, it gets in the way type thing. So um, kudos on her. I wish there was more of her. And, you know, we mentioned Tobias and his wife and, and their group and uh, just, I don't know, you know, I like being attached to, 
these people that really care and they give a shit about this community and they care about what they're doing and there's no there's no fame attached to it. There's no God. We we, we got to try to sell books to make money or sell our face to make a, a show, and it, it's just not. It's not there, you know. And it's refreshing and and it's enjoyable, and I like that. I, I think that's the coolest thing for it. But um, yeah, you know. for sure. Anyway, so um, we can wrap up a bit, but I did want to. So I texted you last time, but I might have been kind of late. Um, Strange New World, Star Trek. You got to check it out. Well, there's a lot of stuff on Paramount Plus that I kind of want to check out, but I'm just gonna, I know Amazon just bought them, so I'm going to wait and see if I can oh, steal it from gotcha. Amazon. Very fair. Okay. Because well, I wouldn't be go. surprised if they start putting that stuff on Prime. They might. Too. Yeah. It's really good. It, and the only reason I bring it up is because, yeah, I'm a little bit of a Trek. I know you are a little bit. Um, but I know they go back to like the original Captain Pike story, if you remember, before mm-hmm. they actually had Kirk involved. And man, they're doing it some fantastic justice. So anybody out there, that's a Star Trek fan. I, I was on the fence with Discovery. I'm still trying to get through those. Picard, again, love the fact that uh, Patrick Stewart's involved. But, man, the writers, I don't know what hit them over the head because they're not paying attention to the plots. There's holes everywhere. This new Strange New Worlds is is really phenomenal, um, really back to the basics. And uh, so, you know, if you're a Star Trek fan, check it out. You know, it's worth it for sure. So, anyway, just want to throw that out there. Um, do you have anything else on your side? Oh, man, just that the last two years feel like a fucking time slip. It's been crazy. I told some guy the other day, and he's like, yeah, it's been two years. I go, you mean five? He goes, what? I go, it's like dog years, dude. That's what COVID's like. That's what it feels like to me. Yeah, well, I mean, crazy. It's, it's, feel, it's felt like time has been speeding up for probably since like 2014 for me. Oh, really? Yeah. And then, yeah. but it's like, but it's, it's not stopping. It's got its, it hasn't. The accelerator hasn't hit the floor yet. It's still going, you know, but it's it's there. Yeah. Like there's just always so much going on. And like, I mean, I try to avoid a lot of, uh, mainstream media anyway. God, I'm going to sound like such fucking one of those people, but, um, (laughs) go ahead and say it, go ahead and say it. I, I just mean like, yeah, like CNN, and MSNBC and all those channels, their their reporting is just as almost as flawed as Fox. Like Fox just outright lies half the time. But, oh yeah, yeah. But like I, I just try to avoid it because their coverage. Like I, God damn it, I do my own research on social media. <laughs> <laughs> but like I don't know, I I like to try and like find a lot of different sources about the stories that I'm interested in and stuff instead of just like being spoon fed shit up by yeah, cable yeah. news. Yeah, different views, different angles. I do the same thing. And and when you start like understanding any of the shit that's going on in the world today, and then you watch any of those channels, like any of them, you're just you, like, you, what you the rise, fuck you, are you people talking exactly. about? Exactly. You know? And they're all just as bad. Not saying, and again, not getting on our soapbox. Tucker Carlson can fuck off that fucking yeah. lying piece of shit. But again, CNN and MSNBC just take their own spin, just in a different direction. You know, it's sad. Things yeah, we mean, should be covering, we're not covering. reference the facts. Right. Don't just make shit right. up. It's completely, not like but... blatantly in your face type thing. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's just, you know, things we should be speaking of and we're not talking about and we're not addressing it. And yet again, we just had mass shootings to... Uh, along with all the other violence that we had over the weekend. And, you know, the guns are going to stay the same because, heaven forbid, you touch them, you know. It's just, it's regurgitated over and over again, and it just makes you fucking tired, man. You know, I, I don't know how else to do it. Like, I'm exhausted on trying to have reasonable f- facts and suggestions and 
trying to be part of the change because it it, it just man it it we're, runs you ragged. You know, I, I don't know what to do with it. So, so well, I feel yeah. you. I feel Ain't you. that America, right. you and me. Well, speak of the devil. If you want more of this fun uh, conversation that we're, we're spewing forth, <laughs> you can go ahead and write us at strangejunglesgml.com. Um, if you have a guest you recommend or something that uh, you want to – we actually had a, a guest that – somebody listened to one of our podcasts, and we, we had them on because it was very fascinating. And so, you know, we really aren't limited on if you have a story to tell, you have a subject matter, you have something that's a, a different idea, different theory, different viewpoint, um, by all means, you know, you can reach out and let us know. Uh, again, strangejunglesgml.com, at gmail.com, or you can call us at 801-252-69. Oh, Jesus. 45. Yeah, and go from there. Dolphin sounds are coming. Um, how are we looking on socials? Oh, I don't know. Do we still have those? Um, we are at Strange Uncles Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. We are at Strange Uncles on Twitter. We do have a YouTube channel. Um one of these days, we'll probably put video on it instead of just audio. Yeah, maybe. But, you know, <laughs> one of these days when yeah. uh, we have more time and energy. Um, and I think that's about it. We're all too old for TikTok. Yeah. So. Well, Evelina, we're not the only ones, thank God, knock on wood. So there's that. And yeah. we do have trips planned. We're, may, we're hoping we can get one kind of knocked out towards a fall time frame that you and I and John and another couple of friends of ours are, are putting together. It, it's, a, it's a good possibility. We'll see. Um, I know that I got a weird trip. I'm trying to plan in late June with a Mike Purdue and team off Ochre Paranormal. Um, and there's some things that we're going to kind of see in the uh, Butte, Western border Montana area that, that's just odd. And, and we've been kind of planning that. So, you know, I'll take my video, be more than happy to post stuff like that on YouTube, you know, as we go. And again, it's a matter of a mix between life, um, still going through a pandemic, even though some people think we're not. Uh, you know, there, there's a different factors involved in just getting out to travel uh, and so, you know, it's a thing. And I, I know everybody else has experienced the same thing. So we're not uh, we're not the only ones in this this bag for sure. So anyway. Yeah. And I mean, I would I would love to get back up to the Uinta Basin. Oh, absolutely. Summer. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, Thomas wanted to invite us. Yeah, yeah, we can come and we can do lunch and talk more about. Uh, well, oh, that's one thing I want to cover. So I just reminded myself. Um, I sent the text to you guys, but uh, we did have Thomas wanted in on, uh, I want to say, uh, three episodes ago. And he did mention about a website, uh, that, and I think we might have mentioned this news too, but I want to just reiterate. Um, go, it's called Skinwalker Ranch uh, or Secrets of Skinwalker Ranch dot com. They actually got the the domain. Um, it's supposed to be a lot of just like behind the scenes videos coming out of there, research coming out of there. That's just very open and honest. It's beyond the TV show. Um, I've signed up to be on the newsletter. I'm just waiting for stuff to kind of feed to come through. Um, just really cool they're doing it. Really cool that Brandon is 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 wanting to share some of that. We'll we'll see what that looks like. Um, but if you guys are interested, uh, that site's live. So we just want to share that as well, and then go from there. So um, unless you got anything else, I say uh, we can close the gates. Yeah, I think we've. Uh rambled in the poor Exhausted. people's ears long enough. Enough for sure. So thanks everybody for listening. Hope you enjoyed Amanda. Close the gates.